When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fancy Football Scout as we look ahead to Fancy Premier League game week 22 and beyond. Uh, here we will take a look at the most disappointing players of the season so far. Uh, those that have promised so much back in those heady days of summer. But by winter, we've given them the cold shoulder. Um, this is based on an article on Fancy Football Scout by their writer Mark. Uh, so do, do please check that out at fancyfootballscout.co.uk um, for more about these terrible players that we're going to list um, also a reminder do uh, press that like button uh, it really helps us out and do uh, subscribe as well so you can keep up to date with all our latest videos and podcasts also do check out fancyfootballscout.co.uk for latest members offers as well um, okay let's tuck in um, first uh, let's go for goal in our uh, 11 of disappointments okay okay this is uh Flecken, Mark Flecken uh, from uh, Bent Brentford. Um, his predecessor last season, David Raya, now of Arsenal, uh, benefited from uh, the B's combination of conceding the second most attempts on target, but also the fourth fewest big chances, meaning he collected a lot of saves from very non-threatening shots. That is the holy grail for a goalkeeper. Um, he got 12 sh- clean sheets too. Um, wow. Um, but this time out... the. <laughs> Brentford have just three. Um, they have a lower expected goal uh, tally, uh, conceded goal tally conceded, but a third for allowing big chances, uh, which means they have a higher chance of conceding from fewer shots, less saves. So lower shots, but those that they are, are very high quality, which means lack of clean sheets, lack of save points, lack of bonus, um, all round a disappointment for those that own him. He is in a few teams, though. It is worth pointing out that he does have a double game week coming up, um, but it is a tough one. Um, Just looking at the fixtures, game week 25, Brentford face, probably the worst uh, for a goalkeeper, Liverpool against Man City. Um, Good luck fielding him for that. (laughs) Okay, let's move on to defence in our three-man back line of shame. Okay, Ben Chilwell is the poster boy of this one. I haven't got pictures for all of them. I can't, uh, uh, <clears throat> didn't have time for all of that. But we'll, uh, Ben Chilwell is sort of the poster boy for all of the defenders that we'll mention. Um, what we're looking at is a 3-4-3 as well. So just three defenders. Um, ben Chilwell, he was a shoo-in at the left-back berth uh, for Chelsea. But think again, Pochettino favoured him as a winger, which means he then had to compete with all the many wingers, the thousands of wingers that Chelsea have bought over the last year or so. Um, so, and plus, on top of that, he didn't even get a chance because he was injured for a lot of this season so far. Overall, a terrible disappointment. Um, Levi Colwell, 
instead is the most surprisingly impressive Chelsea pick in defence, um, keeping his place um, and keeping Chilwell's former place in the team as well. So I think he's been... Um, Chilwell has been a massive disappointment. I think he was in my team originally, uh, but he's swiftly, swiftly removed. Um, next up, Matty Cash. Someone who wasn't originally in a lot of teams, but then was and now isn't. Um, he scored 17 points in game week three. Wow. But disappointed the millions that brought him in thereafter. After game week seven, he, he only succeed, exceeded two points just once. And he struggled to find a starting berth. Um, it's a shame. Because this this underlines how disappointing he's been. He's he is um, looking at the the stats. Here. He's the number one defender for big chances on shots on target. So that is, yeah, arguably he is the poster boy of disappointment. They all are. That's why we've got them in the the eleven of disappointment. Next up is Ruben Diaz, um, main Man City's mainstay in a very solid defence. But think again. They've conceded the fewest shots, but have just three clean sheets in the last 18 matches. Defensive errors, goalkeeping errors have cost them. Uh, Diaz is on just 37 points from 15 starts and two cameos. Instead, it's been Carl Walker, who's been Mr. Reliable, uh, picking up the starts. He's even picked up a couple of assists and six bonus points um, ahead of that double game week in game week 25. It's probably, if you're looking for a Man City defender, it's not going to be Diaz. It's probably going to be Walker. So Diaz, a disappointment um, there. So there's three there. Um, let's move on to midfielders. We're rattling through this one. It's quite a short video, this one, but um, um, interesting. <laughs> who, who, who's, who's disappointed you in your teams? And I know a few have been in my team uh, now and again. Um, OK, let's have a look at the four-man midfield of Malays. Um Manchester United and Marcus Rashford are the poster boys of this section. Um, two goals and two assists by game week 18, including seven consecutive blanks. That is disappointing. <laughs> um, hard to believe he was in four million teams at one point this season. That's, uh, you know, four out of ten teams. Two in five. Uh but as with last season, he could be a second half of the season guy. So I'm not I'm not fully saying that he's disappointing this season, just is so far. He's already impressed in the new year. And a, a little reminder um, that after the 2022 World Cup, where he did start to impress in that tournament, he netted 10 times in 10 matches. So don't rule him out. Don't rule him out. But he has been disappointing so far. Um, next up. In this four-man midfield is Fernandez, um, Rashford's Manchester United teammate, um, has also disappointed. He's created the league's most chances, 55. Wow, that's good. And his joint eighth for shots. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> but he only has six attacking returns. With an awful, awful goal conversion rate of 6.1% is the key factor here. Disappointing. Uh, and he costs a lot as well. So uh, the Manchester United pair making up half of our midfield. Next up is Martinelli at Arsenal. Last season, the Arsenal attacker nabbed 15 goals and nine assists. But in 18 appearances, he has just two goals and three assists so far. Um, here's a stat. Oliver McBurney at Sheffield United and Brentford's Neil Mopay have at least twice his three big chances this season. I mean, that's really poor. So he's poor in underlying stats, poor in actual stats as well. I've been a big disappointment to those that have invested in him. Uh, next up is Matoma from my team, Brighton. Um, another midfield success last season. Um, but this season, he has 
failed to impress uh, field managers. Um, so before he currently injured and also in Japan with the national side. So um, it's sort of a double blow for anyone investing in him. He's not around. He's not in the country and he's injured anyway. Um, but so before his injury in game week 18, he just mustered three goals and five assists. That's that's okay. But apart from game week six against Bournemouth and game week two against Wolves, he's only got more than five points just the once. So it's really been those two games he's, he's impressed. Rest of the season less so. He got a six-point return in game week 11 against Everton. So, but, you know, he did do well last season. He has been injured. So hopefully when he returns from injury, he can do well. I say that as a Brian fan, but also an FPL manager because it would be good to get him back. Particularly, looking at the fixtures, Brighton are, well, riding higher the season ticket. They've got Luton, Crystal Palace, Tottenham, Sheffield United, Everton, Fulham and Nottingham Forest um, right up until game week. 28 a very fine run of fixtures there okay so that's our four-man midfield um i wonder if you can guess who is in amongst our three forwards okay so as, as usual i'm just sort of using the one picture sort of the poster boy of this section and um yeah okay yeah, that's right. It's Darwin Nunes. And here he is with his headphones on, listening to his favourite song, Missing by Everything But The Goal. And uh, he's even missed his ear in this picture as well. That's how much he misses. Um, he has truly been the poster boy of missed chances. He has a goal conversion rate of only 8.6%. He is second only to Calvert-Lewin in terms of underperformance. And he has five goals, but was expected to have scored at least eight, possibly nine goals this season, according to the expected stats there he has been in my team i personally really didn't enjoy owning him having said that game at 22 is coming up he could score well in that against bournemouth um you know and, and good fixtures coming up could have a double in game at 25 could do well um but he has he was enormous dis- he was so much of a disappointment in my team i got rid of him after about <laughs> after about three matches two ma- i think he lasted three matches i had enough i couldn't i couldn't bear all the missed goals i mean he will get attacking returns and he has done clearly five goals but there's so much more and it's just that that promise and the hope <laughs> uh crushed crushed dreams there um next one is another manchester united one they are um the kings of this disappointing 11 it's rasmus hoyland um he cost 72 million in real life not in the actual game um he, but he didn't score in the premier league until his 12th start back in game 19 um but by breaking um this duck and scoring in consecutive outings this could be the boost needed to kickstart his old trafford career says uh, Mark uh, Jobling in his article on Fantasy Football Scout um, to to raise the hopes of Manchester United fans. I must admit, I've got Garnacho in my team currently. Um, and yeah, he's going nowhere. And I'm, I certainly want to field him um, for the next few fixtures because I do, I do quite like the Manchester United attack at the moment. Rashford is returning to form, we hope, uh, or Manchester United fans hope. And uh, Rasmus Hoyland could indeed do well. And Garnacho is already impressed. Um and final name. Okay, who is it going to be? It's Nicholas Jackson. Seven goals. It looks reasonable this season, but given given Chelsea are one of the most attacking sides this season, now I've got a talisman video and podcast uh, on uh, which does feature a table on most attacking teams. Um, so have a check out, check out on Fancy Football Scouts YouTube channel and also wherever you listen to podcasts for that. Um, so um, anyway. 
back to Jackson. He has just seven goals. And three of those were in a completely bizarre match against a nine-man Spurs, where Spurs just collapsed. And um, so, yeah, I mean, they all count. But you've got to bear in mind that three were just in one match and it was an odd match. Um, so in terms of big chances, he's a bit like uh, Darwin Nunes and Calvert-Lewin. He's a, a massive underachiever in front of goal. Um, so, um, yeah, I think he has been quite disappointing. I think if you got him for that um, amazing haul against Spurs, you probably wouldn't find him disappointing. He probably saved your game week. Um, but overall, he has been a disappointment. So there we go. That's the 11. Um, short video, short podcast. But um, as you said, if you want more um, on just how rubbish these players have been or how disappointing they've been, um, do check out Fantasy Football Scout um, and Mark's article, uh, which has much more about that. It should be on the homepage somewhere. Um, so uh, how many of these have you been, been in your team? Uh, how many are currently in your team? And how do you think, how many of those do you think are actually going to improve um, in the second half of the season. Obviously, there is a quite... A, a, do we have optimism around Manchester United's assets that they could get better? Um, but there's certainly lots of disappointing picks there. So it's good to take this uh, this moment in this uh, very long game week, um, preparation for game week 22, to have a think about some of our errors <laughs> and some of these guys' errors as well. Um, let us know in the comments below. And once again, do press that like button. Do remember to subscribe. Keep up to date with all our latest videos and podcasts. And do check out Fantasy Football Scout, not just for Mark's article, which has much more detail about how um, amazingly rubbish these players are, but also um, for those members' offers as well. So you can look at the tables um, there and all the latest stats, all the st some of the stats I've been reading out here, and rate my team tool and all those types of things. Thanks a lot for your time. Take care. Good luck in Game Week 22. Uh, and good luck with your picks. And hopefully none of your other picks end up in a season disappointing 11 by the end of it. Take care. See you soon.